Yeah. Start streaming. All right, let's put it. You're watching Easy and Ebra TV. What is up, Izzy? We are back and live. Are we live? We live, man. After a while, it's been finally, a while. finally. This is episode eleven, which feels like episode fifty because we tried doing this episode like two other times. It didn't work out. Man, that was that was so annoying. We're trying to set up this live streaming so we can give you guys the best content. Exactly. But. Now it should be working. I think. It should be working. At least... I see us. Yeah. The sound is good. The logo is good. Yeah, man. Ebra is looking sexy. Oh, man. Speaking from model right here. <laughs> Zoolander model right here. <laughs> yeah, I was, wearing, I was wearing my hat. Oh, oh, represent. Swagging out. Dude, I'll never forget when he told me like two years ago. Um, if the Raptors got Leonard, they're going to win. And they freaking did it, you know? That was sick as fuck. Yeah, that was funny that they they won that, the whole thing that two years ago, right? Or la or was it last year? Last year, last year yeah, last year. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and I mean, they, they almost didn't make it, you know, if Kawhi didn't make that last shot in the finals there. Yeah, yeah the eastern finals but it was it was pretty cool like it's a good thing for the for the city there yeah man shout out to toronto shout out to the raptors shout out to the raptors you guys that was my team it. you guys deserved it man 100 percent. we'll see what happens this year yeah i mean this year they're good like they have a nice team i mean they're I think like top five right now in the east or top three but yeah they don't have like the key powerhouses like Leonard. I mean, still have, what's his name? Lowry and those kind of guys, but yeah. yeah your boy, Fred, Fred Van Vliet, man. It's still Fred Van Vliet, yeah. Now, I, I played against him in, in uh, AAU. Yeah, man. And he was, he was pretty good. Like, he had good handles. He had a, he was like very good with like controlling the ball on the court and pace, you know. Yeah. He's pretty good. Yeah, man. Yeah. Players like that are like that. That's a, that's an example of like consistency over just pure talent. You know, like he worked his way up to get where he is. You know, he wasn't the best like highly recruited type player, but he was the most consistent. So there was no way for people to ignore him. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he he was a good player in high school, and you know, I don't know what school he went to, but. He definitely like wasn't always the best player on the team, but he ended up, you know, yeah. getting it, making it to the NBA still, which is, and he's not even that tall too. He's like my height, six foot, maybe a little bit shorter. Yeah, craziness. All right, let's move on to uh, some funny stuff. We had some funny clips that we tried to film last time, but you know, again, didn't work yeah. out so well. So let's just uh, see that real quick on this side. Let's play this video. Um, I don't know if you can hear it. That's a problem. Um, let's play this fat guy one. Fat comedy. Let's play that clip real quick. 
with the fat guy. Oh, in the in the car or what? Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's playing right now. <laughs> Here we go. He's getting out That's the car. That's a good one. Oh, see the sandwich. Yella, <laughs> yella, That's funny. Motivation. He's like he's, he can. That's like me. Like if I would sit in that shit. Yeah. Damn, like you can't fit. I'm not fat, but I'm tall as hell, and right. I don't know if I could fit in those. <laughs> yeah, man. Long leg, <laughs> long leg problems. All right, let's go to the next one. The techno you want deer. that sandwich? That sandwich, though. I'm trying to get that sandwich. All right, let's get to that deer one. All right. My life is Which a one? party. My home is the club. A party like a rock <laughs> those techno deers, bro. I have those deers that are fucking going crazy. Yeah, yeah. That was funny. This is that one just runs into the fence, eh? That yeah, was yeah, crazy. that's the one. I, I th it reminds, me, it reminds <laughs> me of another song. It's like, uh, from what's his name? Bass Hunter? That, that dude kind of reminds Life me of is a party. Crazy. All right. Shout out to them deers. Alright. Alright, let's go to this right. one. Jake Hendrix. I'm in the ghetto. Rat -ta -ta -ta. <laughs> Rat -ta -ta -ta. I'm in the ghetto. <laughs> Rat -ta -ta -ta. Rat -ta -ta -ta. Yeah man. I'm in the ghetto. That was good though, the timing on the on the water. Exactly, yeah. No, that that video that, is, that, that, that's hilarious. I don't know if you've ever seen the original video of that before. But uh Yeah yeah. That dude is funny. Okay, let's let's keep it. <laughs> play one more time for the folks in the back. I'm in the ghetto. One more time. <laughs> All right, we're going. Okay, let's do the next one. Tootie McNootie. This girl's crazy at animations. You can really yeah, did you watch? Did you know that song? I never yeah, heard yeah. that. Wow. You can really go dance. dance. He went. It's a coincidence. <laughs> said we've both been dancing all this time what a coincidence wow you can really yeah, dance hello. yeah okay that was that coincidence yeah that, that's a that's a popular song a couple of years ago too like a youtube meme did you hear me never saw that yeah yeah cool yeah but that girl i made the animation she's really good at that stuff like really good at taking like um stick figure type characters and making them do crazy stuff Really talented. Go, go on, go on her uh, profile. What, what is she doing? Uh, okay, one second. Uh, I just clicked off her. Uh, let's see. Tootie McNootie. She had this one like this is like a song called Buff Daddy. Wow. It's like I'm a buff baby. A buff baby. It's like a crazy dance she made. This girl's like really young though. So I'm on her page right now. We're going through a lot of different posts here. Millions of views for the most part. You know, my favorite stuff when she did like the behind the scenes, like how she shows her process, you know. Uh, let's see. Let's do this one video for a second. Do you hear me, Ismar? Yeah, I hear you. It's just the, the video is a little bit delayed on the live stream. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So this one got, got, got a furball. She's really uh, simple animations. Is that her? Is that the, her? The blonde girl? Yeah, that's her. She's the artist. She's I don't know how old she is. She's maybe like in her teens or young twenties. 
Say what's up, I'm Lulu. I like pooping out animations. He he he. That's cool. It. Yeah. Shout out to Lulu, man. Keep your thing. Keep doing your thing, girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's let's move on to the the next video, next page from Net. It's all for my Pakistanis out there. Shout out to the Pakis out here. My Pakistani friends sent me this terrorist attack caught on CCT video. Pakistani. <laughs> I think that was a cow or something. Let's see it again. That was hardcore. Dude. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't think that was a cow. The guy like just flew. He like yeah, just got knocked out like a guy by a car or something. And the worst part is he's walking. It it went behind him. Oh. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, In the ass. ass. In the ass. Well, let's play it one more time. Oh. Let's see this. And he even saw it too. Like, bam! Oh. It's like it purposely hit him. It probably was going towards him, and then he got scared, and they decided to hit him. Hit him, you know? Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's let's uh let's go back to the show, folks. No. Not Hashtag me. rip Kobe. <laughs> what? Oh, that was That's one of the funny. hashtags. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. But yeah, man, this. Uh... Yeah. So in the so in the last episode, we were talking about like our school days and stuff like that, and yeah, how we had like different types of teachers and different types of uh, drills and yeah. clubs and stuff in school. So maybe we can talk about that again. Yeah, let's 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 go back into drills, like this, the craziness of drills. So we talked about like all the drills that kids nowadays and even then, like you and myself had to go through. So like the fire drill, stop, drop, and roll, right? <laughs> that whole watching videos about that. Um, like the lockdown drills, like you have to lock the doors. Um, so for those of you who don't understand how lockdown works, if you're from like Europe or wherever, so because a lot of shootings here in America and a lot of like these, you know, crazy shooting, mass shootings, they have schools and kids practice these drills where they prepare themselves for situations like that for intruders. So they have kids go in a classroom or be, we're staying in a classroom, have the teachers to cut off the lights, lock the doors, have all the kids stay in one corner or like one side where they cannot be seen. And then during the drill, like somebody like a security guard, a principal, whoever who's walking the hallways would just like mess with the door to see if it's locked and then go away. Yeah. But uh, I remember I was telling you how one of my teachers was like, oh, in real life, that wouldn't actually happen. You would have to put a lot of furniture and block the doors. And he said, that's the stupidest <laughs> idea ever. <laughs> yeah, that's like so stupid, I think. Yeah. Because... The one option is like you put everyone in this corner, right? Mm -hmm. And that's pretty dumb because the guy comes in and then he just shoots up everyone because they're all in the corner, right. right? And if you like scatter the groups throughout the classroom, you have a better chance, I think. Right, and right. Um, that with the furniture, I mean, it could work, but then you're trapped, you know, and then you can't get out. Yeah. No quick access to the exits, but yeah, man. I just think it's crazy that they even do that shit. That they even have to like do those drills. Yeah, that's true. It's just, I remember when when my sister was like going to, was it middle school or one of those grades? I don't know which yeah, yeah, one, yeah. but grammar school, middle school. Whatever. Yeah, grammar school or middle school. I'm not sure exactly, but 
they had some sort of like presentation about how if your parents are like mistreating you or if they do something to you, then you can call this number, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my sister came home with that and like showed my dad and my mom that. <laughs> and then my parents just started laughing, and you know? <laughs> yeah. Because they're like, what the fuck is this bullshit? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess... And then be- beat her ass. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was going <laughs> to say, <laughs> I guess some schools, like, a lot, they have a lot of kids who are like, they might come from like, f- difficult homes or like, what's it called? Like foster families, stuff like that. So they have to have like, easier connections with people. But I guess for like a more general public, to kind of put that out there too is a little bit, you know, for kids at least, they're going to be like, oh crap, you know? Yeah. No, and I get that. I get yeah, that. Yeah, you know, sure. I understand that. And of course, you know, in most in I don't know in most cases, but in definitely in some cases, that's the truth. You know, you should you should, uh, you know, take care of children. And if they're in a tough environment, you know, be there for them and support them. But recently I heard like a big ass fucking conspiracy about that. You know, really? What is it? Yeah super crazy like how all of these like organizations you know like children's care and social services and all that stuff they're like specifically on purpose doing taking kids away from their parents you know Mm. and putting them like in these crazy homes where they're getting like sexually assaulted and abused and you know they're just doing that on purpose because um there's like people higher up who are paying for that, you know, taking the kids out, brainwashing them, causing them to trauma, you know. Yeah. And there's like even like you can like look this up. It's probably even on YouTube, but you can see like how they like brainwash children and telling them how, you know, to live their lives and causing them like a lot of emotional problems in the future. Right. And that's, like, a big, big thing, you know? Like, it's... And the the worst thing is, like, the people who are working there, they don't know that they're part of that mm-hmm. because they just think that's how the... that social services or whatever you want to call it isn't is the equivalent in your country, right? Mm-hmm. Is, like, they don't know they're taking part in that. They think they're doing something good, you know? Right, right. And meanwhile, they're actually doing, like fucked up shit like you know taking kids away from parents you know causing them crazy emotional trauma and physical trauma and you know it's just crazy you know yeah 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 because it could happen honestly to anybody you know yeah like they can just come and be like hey you know what um you know i don't like you or i'm not having a good day today and then they can start filing the paperwork and take your child away. Yeah, that, I mean, like I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if that's hundred percent like actually happening and true. You know, that's yeah. It's just crazy that it's definitely can... it's definitely happening. It's yeah. I even saw that here happening. Like oh wow, really? One of my one of my wife's aunt. I don't want to get like into details, but yeah, yeah, of course. Her she had like a child that she was taking care of. And um, from, like, the social services, they, because she, like, loves children and she always likes to have children around. 
and she like applied to be a um like a foster parent you know mm-hmm. and they gave her this one child who was like maximum eight years old maybe even like seven and she was like with them for half a year or a year and all of a sudden they just decided yeah okay that's it you have to get out the child has to go and they put her now like with some crazy like ghetto ass broke ass single mother who has like seven other children and they're all like being sexually abused and it's just crazy i don't know how to even begin with that that's that's unreal dude yeah, I, I couldn't believe it, like, when they told me that. And I was like, you know, and then you wonder, like, okay, so what is the point of this whole thing? Like, is it to help children or is it to, like, destroy, them. Yeah. destroy them, you know? Right. It's just craziness. I can't I can't believe it sometimes. Yeah, well, that, 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 that's something that I think, I guess, in general, like, a lot of these agencies that try to, like, foster, like, humanitarian needs or, like, um, like health needs, they kind of, I feel like there's a lot of that going on too. Like if, that, if that's going on in that case, there's, I'm pretty sure that's what's going on. Like other kind of organizations like that, you know, you know, like, I don't know if you've ever heard, like, yeah, for example, it's... like when they say, um, like, uh, like humanitarian needs actually do the worst for the world as opposed to the best, you know what I mean? Like for like disasters and stuff like that, it actually makes other countries or whatever worse depending on what's going on. Yeah, you you see those like commercials always like this is Chicago, you know, like <laughs> right, right. donate donate money and he will not eat for one day or whatever, you yeah, know, yeah, like Yeah, 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 You see always those commercials like and I mean, of course there's those types of camps, like if you go to Africa, you can see that, right? Yeah. There is that. But the majority is like they just take them to the local militias or whatever or local armies and they're like brainwashing the kids to like be in that country's army, you know? Yeah, man. That's that I I saw like also a documentary on that. It's it's crazy. Like there's just like 10-year-olds with like AK-47s. Like they have no, you know, um, emotional or empathy for anything, right. you know, they just do what you tell them to do, like robots, you know? Exactly. Yeah, I remember in high school, I went to like this event thing, like this, uh, I'm not going to name the organization, but there's like an organization that does like these presentations, like bring all these cool speakers and like, you know, like events for kids and high school students, right? And they had this one guy who was like, I think it was some parts of Africa where he was, when he was a kid, he was also putting like these kind of military, um, you know, militia groups and he was forced to kill his friend, which was like the hardest thing for him, you know. And it's just crazy that that's it's even possible that people can even get to go that far, and it's normal, like it's normalized there. But that's kind of how we talked about before too. It's like violence and negativity. It's just normalized in culture, and then like when you keep doing that to the world, you desensitize people from all like the you know the craziness of it. So it just becomes part of regular life, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's sad, you know. That that's that circle, you know, that loop that we talked about, you know. Right. You can't get out of it unless you, you know, are taken out of that environment, you know. Right. Right. All right. So let's kind of move on with more of these drills. 
little these bit. drills yeah so we also had talking about uh so we had lockdown drills cyber bullying drills remember those like those oh. presentations mm-hmm. I, I was telling them that one of the last episodes how you know when i was in eighth grade this guy or no not eighth grade like sixth grade this guy from like i think fbi or something like that gave a presentation about cyber bullying and like he was talking about how like a lot of these older people might pretend they're kids or whatever and they might lure you know children to do something he even was like oh i made a fake facebook guy and girl account and if you guys have facebook at 12 years old i might have found you guys whatever you know just to see how, how gullible you guys are you know but yeah it was just funny to see that kind of stuff going on you know that that was presented and I mean, that, that was a good presentation. I remember that was, you know, like the watching the video of like how like there's a girl or a guy. No, it was a girl trying to meet this guy like her who he thought was her age. But it turned to be like this pedophile, you know, so like that definitely got me scared and shook, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's definitely a serious thing, you know, yeah. that's you got to watch out for that. But I mean, you shouldn't be also like friending random strangers you know like if you don't know this person you know don't i mean of course you know if it's like someone who's interested in like doing business with you or like trying to find out more what you do or how you know whatever Mm -hmm. if it's like something that's weird you know and it's a stranger then just ignore them you know right and I remember one time we were, we were talking about that like yesterday or last or last quote unquote live stream. You were saying how that's that's a big problem that people just, uh, you know, your favorite word. Uh, <laughs> it's better when you say it. <laughs> that people got to people stop being pussy, you know, that that's the main thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is true. Like people yeah. are getting way more pussy for some reason. And, you know, everyone, that's the thing. Yeah, what we were talking about, it's like, how would you handle it if your child was being bullied, you know? Right. And what I said was, first of all, I would try not to, like, intervene. I would, I would try not to, like, make the problem worse. You're talking about for parents, right? For parents. Yeah, yeah, for parents, yeah. Yeah. Like, for parents, in the most cases, when it's like that with bullying, I think, that's this is my thought, is that parents make it worse. You know, they they decide, Okay, I'm going to go talk to the teachers. I'm going to talk to the other parents. I'm going to talk to the whoever, you know, and I think in the most cases, it's like making the situation worse because then the bully is going to be like probably talked to. Right. Mm -hmm. They're going to talk to the bully and the bully. Sorry, the bullier will be talked to and the bully. Right. Will be just kind of ignored and the bully will probably then bullier will probably be more like act take more action to inflict more harm because you made him feel like you know like an idiot or right right right. instead of like having the kids um figure it out by themselves you know yeah let let the kid learn how to communicate you know defend himself physically or mentally or emotionally you know yeah and that's like the only way you can't i cannot there's no i don't know any other way where you can like teach the kid how to deal with it without like taking it away from him you know 
Yeah, I think that's kind of a common theme that I'm seeing right now, even with this conversation, is that, like, for all these things, you can't really plan for them, per se. Like, you can't really, like, hey, say this is XYZ format, how to solve a situation. I mean, yes, there's some things, obviously, like, don't friend this person, don't do this, don't do that. That's, like, kind of common sense, more kind of thing. But at the same time, when you see certain kind of people, you don't even know what can happen. So it's reactionary, too, at the same time. Yeah, but and that's that's the, that's the important th thing. What you said, like you once you always intervene with for the child, then their judgment of other people will get worse. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they'll they'll the judgment of other people. You know, seeing other people how they move, how they talk. You know, making an assumption. Of course, you shouldn't judge everyone. You know, but everyone when you see somebody or meet somebody. There's like an automatic process that goes through your head and says, okay, this person is not dangerous. This person is, I want to talk to or I don't want to talk to, you know? Yeah. And that's why it's like, if you keep saying, like doing the dirty work, let's say for the kid, then you're not going to be, the kid's not going to learn that, you know? Right, right. And of course I had fights and, you know, I was in the office, principal suspended, all that stuff. I remember that one time we talked about last time, like there's this one guy, I would think I was in like fourth grade or something. And he was, we were both like kind of like wrestling and stuff and on the recess. And um, he kind of like jumped on my back and like got me in my, got me like in a choke, you know, and was grabbing my neck. And I was like, you know, yeah. I couldn't breathe. So I just like jumped on my back and basically just like crushed his spine, <laughs> you know, with my with my back and with my ass on his and um, broke his neck and his back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I didn't break it. No, no. But no. but um, I just knocked the wind out of him, you know, so he couldn't breathe. Yeah. And um he was like taking a while to get up and we both got up and then we went our separate ways. And then the next day they call me into the office and they're like, Oh, Hey, Ismar, you know, we know you did this. Tell us about it. Otherwise, you know, we're going to suspend you or whatever, blah, blah, blah. No? Yeah. And they were just like, kind of like manipulating me to confess, even though the guy started it and he like jumped on me and attacked me. Mm -hmm. and um the guy was like out for two weeks and that's why it was like pretty serious because he was Knocked like injured oh yeah and um they like kind of convinced me to admit to that and i was like yeah i was crying you know like i was little kid you know yeah. with with um the administrators there and they're like trying to you know, make me feel bad and stuff like that. And right. it was pretty crazy experience. And I got like one day in school suspension. Like I had to go to the office and be there for one whole day and do some bullshit. Yeah. And then I came home and told my parents and my dad was like, yeah, don't ever like confess to anything if you didn't do it, you know? Right. Right. And that's taught me like a valuable lesson, you know? From that day Izzy was born. <laughs> from that day he was born, yeah. Yeah. But 
that yeah that was that was like the craziest thing that happened to me like in those years yeah i mean for me like i had my bullies of course like that and there was like one kid that used to like pick on me he's a couple years older than me but you just like be yeah. him, him and his friend would have like um you know like they would just be picking on me like laughing and at first like i just i got pissed at them you know i was mad at them i told my teacher about it right but even she was like oh it's gonna be fine like it's gonna be okay and eventually it just subsided yeah. you know so it wasn't it didn't get to a crazy deal I mean, I think I told my parents about it, too, and they're like, oh, you should, like, defend yourself, like, just do what you got to do. And, you know, it was fine. That, and, but, yeah, I think bullies and experiencing stuff like that as a kid is, is really important. I mean, everyone everyone goes through that, you know, right. and either you're, you know, part of this group and or you're part of that group, you know, and or you're by yourself, you know, and... That's just those dynamics in the in like schools, you know. But definitely, you know, try it. Let your let the kids figure it out, you know. Like, mm -hmm. don't always pressure the kids to be like telling others about their problems who are who could be solved if you just talk to the other other person. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. That's that's the biggest thing I think. You know, it's like if you can teach the kids how to solve their own problems then there's going to be way less problems you know exactly communication yeah. is king communication king of communication <laughs> communication so let's kind of go a little bit more positive into the school world because we we're talking about yesterday pe and gym it's kind yeah. of a little bit into that uh i don't know if, like just talk about uh how we have fun times at gym like i remember playing in pe like i had played all kinds of games like we talked about some games that you mentioned like there was a game that uh your ver in the states it's called knockout like with the basketball right you know yeah where one person shoots other person behind you has to make the shot to make to get you out it, over there like when you played in canada when you were a kid it was like what was called it was like bump was, yeah bump there you go bump yeah so games like that um what other games yeah that was that was pretty yeah. cool like shout out shout out to um tompkin middle school yep Mississauga. Oh, <laughs> that's where that's where I went to um, middle school, and um, that school was amazing at the time. Like they had so many extracurricular activities, you know, and sports clubs, teams, all that stuff, and that was really cool. Like it kept me busy, you know. I didn't have time to do bullshit, right? right. And that was cool. Like we had all these different sports and games, you know, we had leagues for, for all the sports, like all sports, even like sports that you don't normally think are, you know, yeah. in a, in a school, like dodgeball team, yeah, you know, dodgeball, bro. That's... volleyball, like tournament for the whole school, like yeah, yeah. all that stuff, you know? Yeah. And we had bump, you know, like you mentioned, there there we did like the whole school would like compete with each other and see who's the best player and i th i won that like a couple times that was that was pretty cool yeah. and and then we had this other thing called Gatorade 2 ball right mm -hmm. and that was like you had like spots on the courts and they had like different numbers like different values and um, you would just shoot from the spots, and then at the end of the time, you just add up how many shots you made, you know? Right, right. 
and that and that I won two and I, I had a record in that year. It's probably been beaten by now, but yeah. If not, that would be cool if that's still standing. We should I should check that when I go back yeah, there. You said like a trophy is there or something like that? Like they have like a trophy. Yeah, they had they get they gave they made a trophy and like well there was a trophy and then they just put the new people on that trophy basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I won that with this one Indian guy. His yeah. name was Shibi. <laughs> hey, Shibi. Shout out to Shibi Rajaratnam. Oh yeah. <laughs> and um yeah, he was a good friend at that time and um yeah, I used to like always do shit with him and our neighborhood kids there where we were, you know, living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuz we were living at that time in like government housing and we had a this like it was like two sides, like it was like a north side and a south side basically. Yeah. One and in Chicago. Like we would always like all gather together and play outside and go to the park and you know. That was fun as hell too, like at that time. Right, right. I think that's what's missing a lot these days now. Yeah, man. Everyone's on their phones or like they're just watch the funny thing I see too, like my cousins, like they watch other kids like videos, like videos of other kids playing. That's a that's a common thing too. <laughs> Like, why can't you be like them? Why can't you play with the toy or whatever, you know? Why well, gotta watch this? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, right? Yeah. It's like they they watch the other guy play the video games or right, they watch right. the other guy go to the batting cages or, you know, they go watch the other guy go to the arcade, right? Right. Instead of, like, doing that themselves, which is funny. Yeah. Right? That is, that is very funny. Yeah. But it's interesting, though. I think, you know, that... They'd rather watch somebody else do it than do it themselves, you know? Right. I mean, it kind Which of, is yeah, right, interesting. Right. Yeah, yeah. That kind of time with that's like, you know, having those different sports, like those, like PE sports and stuff like that, they're always creative, you know? Like they, like the, the other game too, it's a combination of like basketball, soccer, and like hockey, whatever, like handball, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. The, I think it's called Ultimate or Speedball or something. Something one of like those. that. Yeah, Speedball. I think that's the one, yeah. But like stuff like that, like that, that keeps kids like creative and you know, it keeps people like having fun doing other stuff besides the typical sports, you know, like that's important. Yeah. And we also had other stuff. We had like chess yes, and we chess. had like, we had like library, um, we had like board games, we had, you know, different clubs, but I was, I was more into like the sports stuff, but yeah, there was a lot of stuff for everyone there and I hope they still have that. I'm not sure, but yeah, it was definitely a cool experience, you know, because it's like, it's different, you know, and here in Germany, that's not the case. You know, it's no that. one is having a school team here. No one's having any clubs here very rarely, you know? Yeah. And there's these things called like, um, it's called Verein. Oh, German word of the German day. German word of the day, people. Verein. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's. Let me look up the translation. I don't want to tell any bullshit here. But... Oh, no BS. No BS zone. Let me just look that up quick. <laughs> Verein. It's basically like a club mm -hmm. society. It's 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 translated as a society in English or like a club. But it's more like a club, like 
like you know like club in the sense of like real madrid or something yeah, you know yeah yeah like a youth youth, youth like, team like that and um they yeah, have yeah. like a lot of those here but that's like after school you know right it's nothing like with to do with this school you know yeah. or or like during the school that's not existing it's very 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 rare but isn't that like also selective too like you have to like be part of, like you have to have like a either pay for it or like you have to just be talented to be in those kind of groups or yeah yeah both yeah oh, both so okay. so there's different types you know there's types where it's just like for fun for family you know yeah. and you guys go together you get a membership that's cool but in the most in most of them it's like you know they have teams they have you know their leagues right. and their that's that's something that's cool here is like you can be a pro at at like eight 15. years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, even younger. And in yeah. the States you you can't, you know. Yeah. In the States you gotta wait until you're out of out of college and then you can get money, you know? It's crazy. That's true. But yeah, man, like I think that's that I think in when it comes to the States here, I think that's the one cool thing that I think should be implemented worldwide, like this giving kids or people in general like the options to have different activities to do different stuff you know try many things and have fun with it you know you never know yeah because i know for me like if it wasn't for certain after school clubs or sports and stuff like that i would never like meet people i'll never try certain stuff play certain sports new learn new learn new things like you know reading stuff you know re even reading you know getting into reading or like playing chess and stuff like that you know so yeah, it definitely helps, you know, and those clubs and, you know, after school clubs or even like that YMCA, you know, yeah, those yeah, things yeah. like those, those are cool. Like those are interesting things, you know, for kids and they can go there, they can meet their friends, they can play, you know, they can do all that stuff. And that I think that that should be, you know, continued on, you know, should be looked at how do I how do we make this better for kids, you know, all that stuff, but right. I just have a feeling like that it's getting kind of neglected and that it should be more important, you know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how the future holds like with this technology and like smartphones and stuff like that, like probably find ways to I mean, like we had a conversation a long time ago how for example for basketball, right? Like how yeah. you can have like LED courts and like have kids like have like some kind of smartphone LED integration on the courts where they can have lights and all this kind of flashy stuff to make it more fun, you know, interactive, stuff like that. Yeah, and, and like have like VR, you know, where you can play from your house, right, you right, know, yeah. stuff like that. It's it's cool, but, you know, sometimes it's not cool because then you're at your house all the time, right? But. Yeah. But for me, it was more it was more fun and interesting when I was like not on. I didn't have a phone, you know. I was outside. Like from as soon as I came back from school, I'm outside, you know. Yeah. I didn't even eat, you know. I'm just going outside. I play with my friends, and then I go, you know, until it's like gets dark, and then we come come back, you know. Yeah, you start start dunking on people and stuff like that. <laughs> hmm? Start dunking on people in basketball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I remember we kind of got got into that last time too um, like when you first dunked like you were like 14, 13 because we were talking about how you started playing basketball you know like you, 
I always thought like uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You told me like you told me you played like at seventh grade, and then like how like, you started really taking it serious by like fifteen, sixteen, you know? Yeah, I was. I was like, I start. I didn't really. I wasn't really into like any sport specifically. Like I was just playing mm -hmm. all sports, you know. Like I was playing um, baseball, basketball. You baseball. Yeah. Damn. Where, where did you play? Like hitter, catcher. Picture. Um, I think I think I played like first base or something. I'm not oh. sure anymore. But yeah, we just played like in the school, you know, like baseball, um, dodgeball, volleyball. I was also like that was fun. Oh yeah. Um, like cross country stuff. Mm. Um, tons of stuff. Like we had, you know, and um, that was so much fun. You know, all those things. And then the in my grade seven year. Yeah. I was started playing like basketball on the team, mm -hmm. and after a little bit, I had I left that school because of family problems, and then yeah, yeah. I went to Toronto, and there I started playing like in some leagues and this place called Hoop Dome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Hoop Dome's cool place, you know. There's like ten courts in there, and there's like side courts with like street kind of feel yeah. and with hardwood floor and really cool place um i think it's like a old air hanger you know airplane yeah, yeah, hanger yeah, yeah. and they converted that into like a basketball thing you know this is and it's it's pretty air, cool air dome you said in toronto no hoop dome i hoop think dome. okay let me see if i can find that yeah but keep talking about it yeah yeah, shout out to that. That's that's where I actually started, like playing serious, you know. Yeah. All right, let's see. And um, yeah, they still have like the same website almost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I can send you this through WhatsApp or Skype. Yeah, yeah, I see it. Yeah. You see it? Okay. Yeah. Cool. So. But um. I think it's this. That was fun, and that's where I started basically, and. Um, there was like leagues going on there and I was on some team that was like coached by this, I think it was like a Mexican guy. I don't even remember anymore. Oh yeah. But, um, through that, like this other, like AU team came through to see me and that was like one of the best AU teams at the time. And oh, okay. for that, for my age group. And, um, that's where I started then is taking it serious. You know, I started playing with that team like I remember when I started, I didn't know anything, you know. I, I looked like a fool, you know. And yeah. then I would just get better and getting better, training with these guys, you know, playing at the top level. We were also playing like against people who were like five years older than us, you know, all the time. Right. And like three, four, five years older. And um, we also like did AU tournaments. We went to the states and played against teams, you know. Mm -hmm. And that was fun and interesting. You're like, I remember one of the first times we went there, like, or I went there, um, I thought, like, what the fuck? Like, these guys are not even close to our age, you know? They look like they're grown-ass men, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like, no, no, he's he's 17. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, how the fuck is he 17? He looks like he's 30. Like, yeah. But whatever. That's how it is to and, this day. That's when I started like taking it serious. So I was like, what, how old was I then? Like 14, 15, right? Yeah. 
and 14 I started like doing basic dunks and 15 then I started like I think like in between 14 and 15 I was doing like my windmills and stuff like that yeah, and you were saying how like you were talking about last time uh, or or last time the recording whatever you want to call it uh, last shit recording last shit recording yeah you're saying how you're playing a 5 on 5 game and that was the first time you really windmill like you're playing against guys who were like some played yeah, basketball yeah, that was, some that was didn't in, play basketball yeah yeah, yeah, that was in um, Lawrence Park. Oh, he knows the park that too. Lawrence park. Damn, that's that's actually where Keanu Reeves went to high school. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Keanu. He went. He went. I think to that high school too, and um, I think it was like my ninth grade or maybe even tenth grade, and um, we used to like play basketball for fun and and lunchtime and at after school, you know. Yeah. And. There's this one Asian guy. He was like pissing me the fuck off, and then I just like got angry and did like a windmill, and like everyone was like, "Oh shit!" You know, you, you did a windmill on him, or was it like fast break? No, no, no. Like it was like a fast break, and yeah. then he was like on the side, you know, talking bullshit, and then I just did a windmill, and then everyone was like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. yeah. That's the funniest, yeah. And that that was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. So like, what what was that process then? Like when you came to the states, like was it the same kind of thing? Like they saw you playing in AU, or like somebody saw you? Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So I was like in the states, and I I knew we we decided that we we're gonna go to Chicago, but we didn't know like what school we we're gonna take and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And so we like went to one tournament and invited like the those people from St. Patrick, mm. and. They came, you know, they saw me play. The funniest thing was, like, we were p supposed to play against another team, and they didn't show up. They just, like, didn't oh. show up. So we had to play, like, against each other. And, yeah, they were surprised. They were interested, and they, like, offered me, like, to go there for free. You know, it it cost, like, I think 10 grand or something yeah, per yeah. year. So I went there for free, and... Then I started playing in the States, which was, like, a little bit different, you know? Because right. I was used to, like, you know, like, real shit, you know? Like, real training, you know, focusing on, like, you know, what is your strengths? What's your weaknesses, you know? And when I got to that St. Patrick's school, like, there was this coach there, fucking... He's, like, a psycho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, for it, yeah. Crazy guy. Of course, I'm, like, thankful for that opportunity, but right. he's just, like, a crazy dude. And um, he's, like, old school, you know, coaching there for, like, 30 years or whatever. Yeah. And he, like, ch barely changes anything, you know? So, like, he was running the systems. Like, we had to always do the same systems. And that kind of, like, broke me down, you know? And yeah. I was, like, I didn't, I didn't feel, like, comfortable in that system. And it wasn't, like showing my strengths yeah. you know i'll agree to that too because i used to watch you play like in pickup games versus high school you always had way more freedom and like creativity in a pickup game doing way more better stuff than in high school you know yeah that's that's true and you know and yeah because there's the team right then there's the coach then there's the uh, the fans then there's you right mm -hmm. and you got to somehow like play all those things at the same time you know and it's it's not easy if you like don't understand it right you know 
And most kids don't understand it at that age, you know, unless you have somebody like who's helping you, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's was was happened to me, you know, I didn't understand it. I wasn't ready for that. And nobody was like kind of on my side. I was like a loner, you know, and it kind of like bit me in the ass because I wasn't able to get like a good scholarship to a good like school for basketball, let's say, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's it somehow it works out, you know. Now I'm here, have my family here, but yeah. It's like at that time, you know, it felt kind of like I was left out hang to hang, you know. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuz like you have your coach, you have your teammates, assistant your... coaches, and you have all these people, but they also have their own agendas, you know? Like exactly. they have their own families, they have their own values, you know? They have their own people who they like, who they don't like. Right. And it's hard for, for them to, like, help everyone. So they're just going to pick certain people and push them, you know? and Yeah. And I mean, of course, they were also like kind of trying to help me too, but um, it was then a little too late, you know. Like it was, it was too late for yeah. that. That should have began on the first, you know, months. But right. No, but it's kind of interesting how, how you mentioned before how like Toronto was like, or like in Canada was better. Like the system was better than how it was in the states in terms of how they prepared you. <clears throat> I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, it's also, I don't know if it's, I think in the States, it's way better basketball, yeah. of course. But the team, it's just the team that I was at. I had so much luck to be on that team, St. David's. Like, right. I don't, I don't think that exists anymore. But the, at the time, like, we were, they were winning, like, that AAU um, title, like, all the time, you know. And right. um, they were, like, really, really good. They had, like, I think even like Wiggins played on the team mm. before I came there, and um, who else? Like that that guy, um, what's his name? He's in. He used to be in the NBA, but now he's in Turkey. I don't remember his name. Bennett, Anthony Bennett? No. <laughs> no, 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 not him. The it's another guy. He he played a thing in Syracuse or something. I'm not sure, but oh, oh, hold on, I think I know you're talking about. Yeah. Ennis, Ennis, Tyler Ennis or something? Yeah, know. yeah, something like that, yeah. And those guys, like, I played with those guys. Like, those were my year, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, my generation. graduation year. Right. And um, with those guys I played, you know, and they were, there were, those people were there, you know, longer than me, you know, and they had that, those contacts, they had those people pushing them, you know, and when I came new, you know, and it's different, you know, it's hard, but I still, anyways, I still made it like to the pros before all of those guys, you know? Right, so right, right. That's the funny thing for me, but, um, and we just trained like hard, you know, we trained like real pros at like 14, 15, you know, and that paid off, you know, like if you train as a professional when you're 14, and what by the time you're like done high school, you're gonna be fucking killing, you know? And exactly. That was the case, you know, and I was I was really I was pretty good. And when I went to university, I was also like doing well. I was, you know, promised certain things that didn't happen like that, but Yeah. 
for me, it didn't matter. I knew what I wanted to do, and I said, okay, you know, I don't need to be in university, and I just went straight to Europe, and then I found a team, you know. Yeah, I think that's the most important thing, like, again, talk about before, like, the self-awareness, like, just knowing what you want, like, what, what exactly makes who you are, and then going into that as much as possible, you know. Yeah, and there's, there's, a, there's not one way to get to there, you know. Right, right. There's not just one specific way where you can only do this way and that's it's going to work, you know? Exactly, exactly. You can have multiple ways and angles to go at it. That's that's the good thing. Yeah. But now looking back on it, you know, all that stuff, it's like I don't want I don't really want to push my children into that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuz I'm not a I'm not I'm not a fan of sports that much anymore as I was, but for me it's like it's great like sports is a great opportunity for a lot of people but i feel like in some cases it's like sometimes it's like just you know a waste of time you know it's like just blinding people so they can pass through their time and you know they can yeah. they can feel better about each other or have that sort of like companionship with that oh this is my team you know what i mean yeah and that that for me is like I don't I don't have that feeling anymore. Like that's not for me. You know what I mean? Right, right. But if if that does like a situation where your kids do want to start playing sports like that, like would you definitely, of course, like help them try to get into it? You know? Yeah, I would. I'll, I'll they they will definitely be ahead like of other kids, right? Because yeah, I've been through that. I know that. You know, I know what to do. I don't. I know what not to do. I know like how to you know talk to people like coaches agents all that stuff but yeah if if they want to do that i will try to like guide them towards like a individual sport and not a team sport right right the next because i yeah it's it's always easier to be in a team sport uh, in a individual sport because you're always only responsible for yourself right right, you know? right. like you have to be on point or your it shows you know right and in a team game you know this this guy could be sick or this other guy is like you know having the best out. game ever you can still lose yeah it's yeah. like the only thing that matters there is to is winning you know it's like you win as a team great but if you're not winning then that's when you see like you know controversies or you know yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. People are like with the team, like having trouble. Coaches don't like each other, like that stuff, you know. Right. That's when that shit starts, and that happens often, right? Yeah. You gotta, you gotta see, like, there's in the NBA, thirty teams, you know, NHL, MLB, all those leagues, right? There's all these different teams, and only one team can win. So, yeah, that means everyone who doesn't win is like kind of. You know, like, oh, fuck you, you know, like, right, that's right, your right. fault, or this is that guy's fault, you know, blaming each other. But that's just how it is with, like, team shit and, you know, yeah, business and, you know, that's how it is. It's even funnier now, like, I mean, I know you don't watch sports, but I kind of talked about before, a lot of these younger guys, a lot of young younger people are coming into these big professional leagues and it's like, that their their youngness, I guess, what the word youngness, like their you know immaturity, 
is just kind of peering into a lot of different leagues. I don't know if that makes sense, but like you see that a lot, like like leagues like NBA or wherever, a lot of younger athletes, a lot of younger players. So like they're like young energy and their naiveness and like their immaturity yeah. kind of pressing on throughout the league. You know, that's thing that's interesting too. Yeah, that's definitely there. I was like that too. You know, I had that too, and that's always going to be there. But yeah, what I think, what I think is now kind of different than when like in my time that was still a little bit not that mm-hmm. active but is like all the internet stuff and social media stuff and you know yeah, like dude, yeah. every everything every play every you know movement yeah. can be tracked can be analyzed can be you know hated on can be you know they can you know threaten you or like all that stuff is like coming at you yeah and if you're a young guy like you know 18 and you have this f- large following and all of a sudden you know you make one mistake then everyone's against you you know you feel like oh my god i'm the worst person ever you know and it's just difficult for right, right. young people and if you don't have somebody like on your side who's like been through that and understands that then it's difficult like that's what i think is is missing a lot for these teams is like to have these veteran players like come back and be like hey you know i yes, was i did yes. that too you know i was that's i made those mistakes too like be careful don't do that you know yeah like it doesn't make sense to see a league in general like sports where everybody's growing up at the same time like there needs to be that, that how you say like veterans like older players to kind of keep the balance in place, you know? know? Yeah, and even, like, people who don't play anymore, you know? Right, right. Like, not just veterans, like, who are playing. Like, people... Like, this is what I find funny as fuck, is, like, when they... When they... When a team gets some fucking no-name guy who played there, right? And they just like him, and he sucked, and then he's talking to the people, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, like no one's going to listen to that guy. Like, get people that people know. Get people that, you know, yeah, have done something who are, you know, you know their name. You know what I mean? Like, get those people to deliver the messages because otherwise they most people are not going to listen to that, you know? Right, like the, the third bench backup shooter telling you how to play. Yeah, the backup bench guy who, yeah, like, I'm, you know, was cheering everyone the best is like talking to me like are you kidding me like <laughs> who is this guy like right. i don't want to hear this guy. right but that's the thing too i feel like that's also something like not just with sports but like in general people that are like the best at what they do they kind of want to keep their stuff hidden like they don't want to say everything like hey here's how to approach something i don't know why that's a thing you know but that's just i guess human nature like we don't want to give our best stuff out right away i'm going to kind of like let it seep in you know, when the time is right. Yeah, I, I mean, I get that, you know, but that's also kind of stupid. You know, right. it's like, what? what's the point? Like, what are you, are you going to, like, take that to your grave? Or, like, what? what is What is that going to bring you? You know what I mean? Right. Like, I remember I, I, I used to do, like, some, like, coaching and some, like, mentoring for, like, players mm-hmm. back, like, two years ago. And I talked to, like, so many guys and parents and all that stuff. And... You know, they they talk, like, a lot of stuff. You know, they're like, oh, yeah, I want to do this. You know, like, let's do it. Help me, you know? Yeah, yeah. And 
when I say, okay, yeah, let's do it, you know, but I need to get paid. Like, I can't do this for free. You know, I'm, I'm not going to do it for free. Like <laughs> I have yeah, other yeah. St stuff to do, you know? And as soon as that starts to go in that direction, then they get, you know, cold and they're like, nah, you know, I don't know. We will wait, you know, we'll wait, you know? And yeah. that's fine. You can wait all, all day. Right. But you're just getting older, you know? And right. As an athlete, you have until you're like 30 years old and that's it, yeah. you know? Some people can go to 35, barely anyone can go to 40, yeah, right? Yeah, it's like really, so, really rare, yeah. And, you know, you got to take advantage of that time. And if you say to me at when the kid is like 20, no, we're going to wait, then I, I already know you lost. Like, it's you lost already. Yeah. It's late commitment you know, should be now right like there's this one great documentary about this tennis guy mm. who um trained like Roddick and um Becker yeah, yeah yeah and um I don't remember his name I think his name was like Nick or something yeah. and um he 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 never played tennis ever like he was never a tennis player nothing and he decided he's going to do like a tennis camp. And he made that like into one of the best camps ever in the yeah. States. And um, of course, he had like crazy methods and stuff like that. But he made like all almost like all of his not all, but like he made like a good percentage of like top players, you know, in that era. And yeah. now he sold he sold like his academy to that IMG, you know. Oh, OK. That's like that yeah, big yeah, sports no? yeah, thing. Yeah. And um, he's like now in that too. But um, yeah, he was like s explaining like why these people make it and why these other ones don't. And he just like said it like it's simple. Like you just have to, you know, train every day, multiple times per day and have no, you know, distractions, have no, you know, family time, have no um you know girls yeah, no you know sacrifices free time all that stuff and yeah you'll make it it's just it's difficult to get rid of all those things you know right it's okay and to make those sacrifices right right that's one thing two people have to understand like it's okay to have those things but you know you have to know how to level things out you know yeah i mean it's not it's not easy like you have to you don't, everyone has the same amount of time, you know, every day, but it's like, what are you doing with the time? And that's, that's right. the difference, you know, between a LeBron James and, you know, Peter James or whatever. You know? <laughs> Peter James. Yeah. That's the thing. LeBron, Peter James, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true yeah. though, man. Yeah. 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 So what else we got? What else we got? Uh, what do you want to talk about? Like really bad right now? Like that you feel needs to be talked about that we haven't said before? I guess we can start there. Um, um I mean, we can talk about like a little bit about how. Um, what did I want to say? Forgot. <laughs> Yeah, try to trace your steps. Retrace your steps. Uh, 
Nate, what was I saying? No, let's, let's talk about us a little bit. Like what what kind of strange experiences you had or something like that, you know? Uh, yeah, strange experiences wise, stuff like that. Ah, uh, man, there's too many. I don't know where to start. Like, have you ever had like a ghost experience or something? Oh, okay. I used to be into that when I was a kid, like when I was younger. I used to like love watching like these paranormal videos and there's yeah? there's one website yeah I forgot what it was called it was like horror stories on the net something like that it was such an amazing website like it was like all these different ghost videos and like different categories like there's Japanese ghosts there's like this type of ghost there's all these different websites and like crazy videos like those the ones that used to scare me as a kid would be like you're watching a regular video and be like a firework going on and then like in the background there's like some shadow walking you know it's like oh what is that and they zoom it in it's like the shadow and you know, <laughs> I, I used to fall into that stuff all the time, but I used to watch shows like, what's that show called? Ghost Hunters, you know, Paranormal Activity. Oh, yeah. yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's the funniest show ever. I think it's still going too. Like, let me see if it's still running. Ghost Hunters. Really? Yeah, I think so. Hold on. Let's see. Ghost Hunters. I saw I saw something recently on like Nat Geo or something or one of those channels like where they're short that also like Ghost Hunter kind of. Yeah. Oh wow, Ghost Hunter is present. Let me show the screen real quick on this side here. So, holy crap, Ghost Hunters started 2004, okay? And number of episodes, 141. Yeah, it's still present on FYI channel. Reruns at least. FYI. A&E, it's also on A&E. Wow. Oh, it's still going? Yeah, dude, it's still going. That's crazy. Wow. Like Ghost Hunters. There's another show on A and E. I forgot what it was called, but it was like also Ghost something. You know that um, Goosebumps? Oh, dude, for real. Did you read that? I read it. Yeah, I read the books. I watched the shows. You know, the episodes. The shows were creepy, dude. You ever watched that? Like the show? I did. I did watch it, but I I don't remember it. I don't really remember it. Like like what's Goosebumps in general, or yeah. So like Goosebumps was just like random like horror stories for like kids. Like every like every book was not related to each other. It was just like random stories. I yeah. Mean, there were some stories that were like like they had like parts to it, like that dummy one. Like there's like a dummy story, like the same dummy for like three episodes or three parts. But most of them okay. have random stories. I think I have one of those books somewhere in my house, but I can't find it right now. I, remember, I used to read yeah, that I remember, stuff. Yeah, I remember that was like a big thing back in the day. Yeah, dude. I probably still is, but like I don't know how too big of it is now. But that definitely was a huge thing in my generation too, growing up. Shout out to Arl Yeah, there, there were some interesting stories there. Yeah. Yeah, the show to me was way scarier. Like, like that one episode, like in a Halloween episode. I forgot what it was about, but let's see if I can find it. But yeah, I remember there was a show too, but I forgot about it. Yeah. That shit was creepy, man. And there was also that, um, what was it? X Files or something? Oh, or yeah, yeah. I, ne- I never watched that, but yeah, I know. That that theme song used to scare me. I should get copyright just because of that. <laughs> copyright because of that? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I never really. Watch X Files, but definitely those kind of shows, like Goosebumps and Paranormal Activity. 
There was that one show too. I don't know if what, what did you what did yeah. you like used to watch like when you came home from school and so? Ooh, that's a good one. I mean, at the time, like Disney Channel, Nickelodeon, you know. But that that was for yeah, me. Yeah, like what shows? Oh man, that's like that's a Raven. I don't know if you remember that. That's a Raven. Ah uh, yeah. Kim Possible, like even Stevens. Even Stevens, Lizzie McGuire. I mean, that's a little bit older. Like it's kind of a little bit older. But I was still watching that. Lizzie McGuire. Um, on Nickelodeon, there's a show called Ned the Classified School Survival Guide. I don't know if you remember that. Like with the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. high like the middle school kids. Oh, man. Um, like The the Recess? Re- oh, dude. That was amazing show. Recess, yes. Recess. Um, on Nickelodeon, there was uh, Fairy Odd Parents, you know. Danny Phantom. Oh, yeah. Danny Phantom. That was a good one, too. Danny Phantom. You know um, that show, The Proud Family? Oh, dude, that was my show too, man. You that know was so funny. You know what's funny? Speaking about dreams, like a long time ago, I remember I had a dream. I was like probably the same age, four or five years old. You know that The Proud Family movie? You don't know if you've ever seen that, that cartoon. Like with those peanut head people wearing like Hawaiian shirts, you know? I don't know if you've ever no. seen that. Let me see if I can find an image of that. But uh, I remember when I was a kid, I had like a live action dream where it was like, like those characters, like in real life, had a Hawaiian shirt with like a like those like like a freaking butcher knife trying to chase me and kill me. That was that was <laughs> terrifying, dude. I swear to God. Let me see if I can find it. I, what I remember is like there was that family where they were like all blue, oh, and there were, yeah, there was yeah, like yeah. the the father was like driving like a golf, and he, it was like so small, and then he came out of the car and he's like fucking ten feet. What was that show? I think I, I understand about. I remember that. That I remember, but and of course they had like funny ass, and that was like like one of the first like black shows, right? Yeah, for Proud Family, yeah. Like the black cartoons or something. Yeah, and by the way, I'm sharing the peanut head. So this is how I saw the peanut head, but in real life, and trying to kill me with a freaking knife, you know. That was terrifying. ah okay, yeah, yeah. That was terrifying. But yeah, Proud Family. I like even that one episode with uh. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> Isaiah Cannon? <laughs> like a peanut. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you got to do it like that, man? Oh, wow. But um, that one episode, like a Halloween episode, they had like that Michael Myers Halloween theme song playing for like the Scoopy, the Scoopy, Scoopy, Spooky Ghost, whatever. They used, to ter- they used to terrify me as a kid. But yeah, dude, that was... Isaiah Cannon. Wow, dude, yeah. What else, man? Yeah. Uh, then it classified. There's a show called. That's a Raven. Yeah, a Raven. I used to watch that. Uh, Lizzie McGuire. Lizzie McGuire. Uh, now that's a Raven. She actually has a show this year too, but like now she's like a mother of a kid, you know. Oh really? Yeah, it's like. Uh, hold on, let me see if I can find that. Let's see. Uh, that's a Raven. Shout out to that's a Raven. Shout out to that old generation. Like that generation was unique, like because, like kids shows today have like this. Fake comedy is so trash. It's so like annoying, but they actually had original like humor, like stuff that kids and adults can understand too. You know, so yeah, it's one of those kind of comedy shows. I see two thousand. Well, it ended two thousand seven. The psychic though. Yeah, dude. Yeah, the last episode. She's... I remember that last episode. That was freaking hilarious. Like, ah, the Zach and Cody. And Yo. Shit, yes, bro. That was my show too. 
Hannah Montana. Yeah, Kim Possible, even Stevens. Where's the Redley place? Like, like oh the, yeah, that too. This generation was insane. Like from two thousand like three to like two thousand nine, that was an amazing generation of, of like these actors and stuff. Like yeah, that. that's when all those like Disney shows kind of started, you know. Right. Right. Yeah, speaking of Zach, Zach and Cody, like I remember watching this video where um, I don't know if I can pull it up. Maybe I can if you don't mind. I guess. Uh, what is it? Dylan Sprouse talking about like Zach and Cody, like how um, when they originally when the show ended, like for like you know how they had, that they had that boat show at the end, like the Swift and Deck, whatever it's called. So after that, they were gonna have like a like a continuation where. Cody character goes to college and Zach character becomes a dealership guy. Like he works for a dealership. So you want to show kids like, oh, you can succeed different ways in life. Right. And then, um, it got to the point where, let's see if, yeah, I'm not going to play the video, but it, it just got to the point where they want to sh like, like there's other kid coming up in the boat, whatever, like, you know, some other third character that came up and like, they would raise his kid to be like, you know, better person and stuff like that. And they originally pitched that to the show and Disney was like, no, we're not going to do that. No, that's, you know, and they said, okay, fine. We're done with you guys then. There's no problem. You know, they left and Disney came back and said, Hey, 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 hey uh, we actually have a cool idea. So how about this? Cody goes to college, right? And then Zach works for dealership. He raises a third kid, and all of a sudden you have Hannah Montana or like Cena Gomez, whoever was supposed to be like the third, fourth character in it, and they have to be in this situation. They're like, no, we just we we gave it that same pitch. Why would you like change one thing, you know? And they from then on they left Disney, and that was that, you know. But yeah, yeah. it's just crazy how like I mean, Disney's Disney's gonna get keep getting new people, right? right. That's Disney, but um. I just think it's crazy how they like use all those children and you know and produce those shows and how you know the like you can see like all most of those people who were in Disney and shit like they're all fucked up now for some yeah, reason. Yeah, dude. Even like what we were talking about before, like, you know, like the <laughs> like the Amanda Bynes and stuff like that. I don't mean to shout out. Yeah. Yeah. Amanda show. Yeah, what that? happened to her? Amanda like she show, yeah. she used to be pretty cute and now she looks like crazy, right? Yeah, Amanda Show, Drake and Josh. Remember that? Oh yeah, that too. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And now they're their own thing too. Yeah, crazy how many shows there are, no? Yeah, man. Fill the future. Oh, I don't know if you ever watched that. Fill the future. Do you remember that? No. Now it's Phil. Phil. Dude, that was my shit too, man. Wow, dude. And then Bill yeah. Nye the Science Guy. Yeah, that's yeah, that's older, but yeah, I remember watching that too. Bill, Bill, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> they used to always put that shit in school. Yes, dude. Yes, I used to. They used to like it. play that, play the like bring in the TV. Oh, right? dude. Yeah. It used yeah. to be on that like rolly thing. Yes, yes. And they they bring that shit in, <laughs> put the cassette in, That's and then all you hear is like Bill, 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 Bill. Yeah, man. Most kids and he wasn't even a scientist. Yeah, or I think he. Is technically whatever you want, to, but he's more like a. No, know. he's not. He he's like a entertainer. Maybe. Hold up, let me find that. Well, you know, he's now big into like climate change. He talks about climate change nowadays a lot. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's his big. Because they now. pay him to talk about. 
So it says he's an American science communicator, television presenter, mechanical engineer. Let's see, he was a scientist. He went to Cornell. Yeah. Yeah, but he's a mechanical engineer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. But that was funny. Like, he used to, like, do some crazy, like, experiments and stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah of course. He talks a lot about climate change, too, but... Yeah. Everyone does these days, you know. Right. I don't. I don't remember that being a huge topic when I was young. No, for me it was like they talked about global warming. That was a big thing. Global warming. The world's getting hotter. That was the thing. And then by the time I got to high school, like maybe even like seventh, eighth grade, then the talk was climate change. That was the new thing, you know. What do you think about that? Is that do you think it's climate change is real? I mean climate is always changing so yes it is real um <laughs> but I, I i mean i understand people are skeptical like i mean i kind of looked at, i kind of got into that a little bit too like i was diving into that a little bit um just like a little bit right but it's like climate change the biggest thing that you always see like in the, like statistics and like you know politicians and whatever you want to call it like people review it they always say 98 percent of these climate scientists say that climate change is the thing and that statistic always kind of rubbed me off. I'm like, okay, let me look into that a little bit. And I try to find, see if I'm probably finding now even, like 98% of climate scientists. Like, who are these scientists? Like, who are these people of climate scientists? Yeah, the worst thing I think is like, of course, of course climate is changing all the time. That's true, right? But they specifically use that wording, you know? to make it seem like it's like a disastrous event or something, you know? Right, right. And what I think is a scam is like human-caused climate change. Yeah. Because like that's not even close to being a factor of like actual climate change, you know? Right, right. Or global warming or whatever you want to call it. Like, of course, the planet is getting warm and cool and, you know? Yeah. Sea levels are rising. It's regulating yeah. itself. But that's like what people always forget is time. Like look back a thousand years ago, you know, look at the statistics. It's probably it was even warmer, you know, like right, right. people freaking out and it was warmer like a thousand years ago. Like what was the problem, right. you know? And what annoys me is like when they say, oh, yeah, all climate change is caused by humans. Like that's. That's BS. Yeah. Total bullshit. Like, yeah. And they're like, yeah, we got to get rid of CO2 emissions and all that stuff, you know? And I'm everything like, carbon, okay, but everything you want to get rid of CO2, how am I going to breathe? Exactly. Yeah. Like, CO2 is life. Yeah, like, if you don't have CO2, nothing will survive. Everything is made out of carbon in this world. Every single thing. There's no way. Trees do it the and, best. Yeah. They get the, they emit the, the most, you know, or they, they take it in the most. If I remember that correctly. Yeah, plants. Yeah. And how are you going to start reducing it and eliminating it when it's actually essential for life? Right. You know, and that started all the way back then and like with Al Gore, like making that shit up. And yeah. now it's getting like horrible. Like here they're like skipping every Friday to yeah, like protest me, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and. There's that that Greta girl, like yeah. I, I feel bad for her, man. Like 
they're just like exploiting the shit out of her, you know. What do you think about that? Do you think that's like a real thing? Like you think they're just like paying her? Like it's like I mean, either either it could be two things, right? Either right. she's really like passionate about that, you know, and she just doesn't have maybe all the facts, you know. Right, right. And she's living in her own bubble, you know. She whatever she thinks is right is that's how it actually is, yeah. right? Or she's just like being fed information and being, you know, kind of forced to make these appearances and do these things, um, even though maybe like she doesn't want to. I don't know. Like, I I don't know. I don't care. But all I know is like, why is this young girl, you know, having so much influence over people, you know? Yeah. Which is which is interesting, you know, because. This little girl is supposed to know more than people who are, um, you know, in governments and in fucking um, found organizations yeah. that are powerful in the world. You know, like, she's you know. supposed, yeah, she's supposed to know more, you know, or like be caring more about that issue. Like, I don't believe it. You know, yeah. that's, I don't believe that that yeah. she's, you know, and of course. She, she says some stuff like that, you know, it's embarrassing what people are doing. And I get that. That's true. Right, right. But what's kind of my issue is like how, you know, how does that, how did, how did that even begin, you know? Yeah. No, it's like the thing that the stat that I, I think like, a good stat that people need to debate or like kind of go into more. It's like, what is the actual percentage of climate change caused by humans versus nature? If we can have those numbers, have a conversation, that would be better. As opposed to saying, oh, if you don't believe in climate change, you're a freaking this, this, that kind of person. Like, hold on. Wait, wait a minute. Let's, let's think about it. Talk about it, you know? Like. And there is, and there's numbers are out there. And I saw the numbers. I think it's less than like 1%. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Damn. And may, maybe even like, I'll, I'll just say 5%. Let's just say 5%. Okay, let's say 5% for, yeah. And compared to the entire world, 5%, like, that's nothing. Right. So I'm just wondering, you know, sometimes it's like, are people using these specific things to get advantage in their own life or in their own business or industries, you know, and what's, what is the impact, you know, who's benefiting from this and all that stuff, you know? All about that. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Because at the end of the day, it's like, how, how do how who is going to benefit from that you know who's exactly benefiting from climate change policies or whatever you know right and of course it's going to be either the governments or it's going to be the corporations right because in the future how i see it it's going to be the governments because they're going to be taxing more businesses on their emissions right it's already starting right right and and um you know once I get a tax on my business and let's say I'm a farmer, right? And farmers produce probably more emissions than a fucking computer developer, right? right so right. the farmer is going to get heavily, heavily, heavily taxed and the computer developer is not going to get taxed. He's probably going to get taxed for his electricity. That's it. But, right. you know, and it's just like a, it's just like kind of like a scale, you know, who's in, Whose side is it on, you know? Right. That's why I think you should definitely question everything, you know? Exactly. exactly. And if you if you think, like, 
that you're someone's going to make you feel bad or someone's going to, you know, trying to shut you up because they're trying to ask a question, then then there's something wrong there, you know? Exactly. Dude, that's number one. Like, I never, I never forget one time in high school, um, I'm not going to say the name of the teacher, but we're in biology, biology class. We're studying like this uh, book, you know, saying how biology is like in everything in the world. It's a very, actually a very cool book. I forgot what it's called, but... Like there's one ep- like one chapter talking about like uh, why women have cravings when they're pregnant, you know, and like the certain kind of yeah. enzymes and certain kinds of like uh, biological factors that make a person hungry, you know, a woman hungry, pregnant. And one of my friends, he asked my teacher, right? He's like, he he just simply said, "Oh, is that why women have cravings when they're you know when they're pregnant, right?" And she's like, "Oh, you know what you said to me was very sexist. You can't you can't say that." I'm like, <laughs> "What?" And, and like everyone in the class kind of just like was like, because she never talks like that anyway. She never kind of engages in that kind of conversation like that. But uh, yeah. we're all looking at her like, what? Like he he didn't say if he said, oh, is that why all women have pre- cravings when they're pregnant? Then I would be like, whatever, sexist or like looking bad. But he just made a very general comment, and she's like, oh, I had I know many friends who never were pregnant when they had you know or or, or cravings when they're pregnant. Like that's not the that's not the point. He's just asking, like, is that is that the reason why, not all women, you know? And then that becomes like a heated topic. I know that's kind of random conversation, but you're just kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that that's that that makes sense. You know, that's that thing. Like, everyone's getting offended, you know, and yeah. I, that's why, like I said, you have to watch out who you who what you say to people and how do you say it, you know, because. Right. In today's world, it's like everyone has the opinion, and everyone's opinion is is important, which is which is bullshit. Okay. Yeah. Like, if you are a woman, okay, and there you're having a discussion with a man, and you're the man is telling me as a woman why I should not get a more abortion or why I should get abortion or whatever, you know. Dude, you have no, like, fucking, not even one ounce of, like, responsibility to talk in this conversation. Right. Like, you you don't even have one, nothing to do with this conversation, you know? And that's with, like, everything, you know? It's like, you just, like, we talked before, like, ask someone, random person on the street, like, ask them a question, right? Be like, hey... Um, what do you think is, do you think the sun will collapse in 70 years? Right, right? right. No one will say, I don't know. Very few people. Yeah. Everyone's going to be like, oh, hmm, well, yeah, this thing and that thing. And, oh, I think this and that, you know, this is my opinion and all that stuff. What is that? Like, who, who, who said that? Who said that you can tell, make opinions about shit that you have no clue about? Bro, that's the funny shit. I don't know if you ever watch, like, certain, like, uh, like these people go on the street and they ask people random questions. And they give them, like, a random yeah. bullshit scenario. And they're like, oh, so is uh, Dom Fnudel the new president of Germany? And they'd be like, yeah, Dom Fnudel yeah. looks like a good candidate. It's like, what? They're just saying shit, you know? That's fascinating. Yeah, and... Everyone's afraid to say, I don't know. I don't get it. Right. Like, it, it's like you're going to look stupid or it's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
that's like one of the best things you can say. You know, it's like I don't know. I do not know. How how am I supposed to know that? You know? And that's why language languages and you know the words you use and all that stuff is important nowadays because I mean it's always important, not just nowadays, right, but right, right. It, it, it's society now it's like even more important because it's like everyone's focusing on what word did you use, how did you say it, what context, you know, all that yeah. stuff and it's just sad to me, you know, it's like everyone thinks they know everything and they want to do you know, comment on videos or on content and, you know, they just say some bullshit and then they can't, you know, right. back it up. It's just like... Yeah, but I, I have a question for you. I don't know if you can answer it, but just something to throw out there. Like, you look at a lot of these comedians and, like, older, like, shows and, like, a lot of more, like... Like, a lot of old shows, like, let's say in the 80s, 90s, 70s, you know, the comedians and shows, stuff like that, had a lot of, like quote-unquote offensive material like way like extreme stuff here and there and even then it was shunned upon but like not as extreme as today so you think because of social media or the internet or how people are nowadays with the internet that's what's making it worse or i don't know if we dived into that conversation before but yeah yeah i think so but i i like i think that it's just how people are being you know raised yeah and how certain people are like kind of living in a bubble you know they're living in their own world and thinking that okay nothing can hurt me nothing you know nobody can hurt my feelings you, right, you know right. and or no sorry I, I mean like you know there when i was younger there was this saying called sticks and stones may break my bones but words can never hurt me yeah yeah the classic and I, I, that's how I was raised, you know, that's my, they used to always say that shit and I always had that in my head, you know, and that was, and I never ever like had any issues like with people saying shit to me. Right. I never had problems with that, you know, cause I would just say something back to them or I would like have, you know, fun with them or I would like, you know, if they said some bullshit to me, I'll say it back to you, you know, <laughs> right, like, I don't right. care. Right. And that was fine, you know? Unless it was like physical shit, you know, course, then I yeah. had to like react. But, but that stuff didn't affect me really. And and now, like, I realized that also with my wife, like getting my to learn my wife and getting to learn new people and stuff like that. And yeah, everyone is just so sensitive. It's it's just interesting, you know. Yeah. And maybe maybe you know I'm I'm an asshole, or maybe I'm you know too forward or i'm too open you know too soon or whatever you can right. say whatever you know whatever excuse you want to use i don't care but it's like you know i can't change myself for everyone you know i can't do that yeah and i'm gonna be myself and if i if you don't like what i'm saying to you then i'm not forcing you to listen to me like you don't have to listen to this you don't have to watch me you don't have to, you know, interact with me. Just right. go to the next person. Exactly. Now for me, Instead like, of, like, yeah. making a fucking scene from nothing, you know? Right, right. I mean, for me, I guess, like, I guess I was raised a little bit more in a sensitive type. I was more emotional. I was more, like, um, I mean, I've always had my firm ground of who I am, like, what I like to do. But I guess I was a little bit more of, like, a people pleaser, like, diplomat in a way. 
I still am, to be honest, yeah. in a way. Like, I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna say to say I'm not that. Like, I have that part of me still. Um, that's just kind of like how naturally how I am. Like, I don't like, like for me, what it is is, if I know two people, right, and they have opposing views or they have opposing lifestyles or, let's say the person I know doesn't like the person I, other person I know, right. I'm always able to have a conversation with both those kinds of people without having any problem. Just you know, have, and I, I can try to find a way to get those people in the same room at the same time if possible, you know, and. Like I understand, oh, this person has this issue. This person has that issue, and I'm not kind of, I'm not the one that's gonna be like, oh, you gotta fix everything, you know. I'm more so like, okay, you have this problem, you you eventually figure it out, you know. I'm kind of passive, but also like assertive in, in a way. It's it's a weird combination, but you know, that's just how I am personality-wise. And I think, again, coming more back to like being true to yourself, kind of thing, that's a key, you know. And at the same time, I, I'm trying to be observant as as much as possible in the world and you know make opinions and, yeah yeah i mean you have like the thing is like you can't be 100 percent you right because right. if i would be 100 percent me oh, i would be in jail <laughs> you know what i mean like i would probably be in jail so y you can't right there's that society shit that's yeah. always in the background and you have to follow the society rules and all that stuff right that's that's there but yeah you know, you have to learn how to how to how to be you in certain moments yes. and how to how to be like a fake you in certain moments, exactly. you know? Yeah, I see people that and are... I'm not trying to say be fake or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 don't yeah. be fake, but yeah, don't be but fake. I'm saying like you, you sometimes have to be like, you know, kind of, you know, not yourself. Yeah. And sometimes you got to be your full self. But right. The more the more self you you are, you know, the the more better, the more easier it is. I think. Yeah, I think I think that's what it is. Like you see people that have like a lot of more open personalities, like they have a very original character to them. You know, when you see in public or whatever, like what it is, and something I think you can probably attest to this too. What it is is like you have to earn the trust from the people that you're with or like the system that you're part of, and once they respect your work or they respect who you are, then you can kind of say, okay. Now that I have this, here's this, here's this side of me no one has seen before. My crazy side, my funny side, my what the hell side. You know, people see that and I say, wow, this guy has that part of him too. Like, they used to bug me a lot in high school and like even elementary school. Where I'd be like, I'll be able to fit in with the system, you know, with school, all whatever, do fine. The moment I act like a fool, like, you know, joked around, laugh loud or say crazy stuff, you know, do joke around. Everyone's like, what the hell, Ibrahim has that part of him too? Like, yeah, you know, I have to. That's just who I am. But yeah. you have to know how to like earn that trust to do that. You know, how you said like, I, I wouldn't go far with you going to jail. Maybe you might get punched, but <laughs> but like, <laughs> like in terms of like being yourself, you have to kind of earn people's trust and get that respect first, you know? Yeah, totally. And I, that that's true. And of course, you know, you shouldn't be, you know, just running around, you know, telling everyone, fuck you and right, punching right, them right. in the face. But that's you have to learn too you know it's like that's a simple thing right it's like oh don't fucking fuck people up and don't you know make them feel bad like that's that's a simple thing for us right but when you're a younger person you, you don't really think about that you know right like i wasn't thinking about that when i was my first year playing overseas professional basketball i wasn't thinking about that you know I was thinking about, hey, let me, you know, be the best player. Let me be the most professional player. Let me, you know, try to 
make something here and meanwhile okay i'm coming off as an asshole i'm not you know being with the team you know and all that stuff and right once that once that happens you know it's very hard to like go backwards you know and then it's too late but it's it's okay like that's that's the thing that i learned like if if i really was wanted to do that i would have done it you know it's like right, if i right. really wanted to be pro and go to the highest level and try to be the best player i would have done it you know i i didn't i didn't waste all that time well i'm not going to say waste but i didn't invest all that time just to be you know playing mediocre basketball you know that's not what it was right. for me i wanted to play professional i got there i wanted to play on the next level higher level and i realized then okay you know what i don't know if this is going to be for me i don't know if i love this thing anymore and i'm going to stop this you know right yeah. and then i move to the next thing see what's next thing you know yeah. keeps going right right and i think that's the most important that's thing too because change because kind of tying back to some of the things we talked about before, like you playing with Toronto and stuff like that, I think the key is when you get sucked into like an environment that you enjoy, like it's fun, but it's going to naturally want you, like you're going to naturally want to get better. You're going to naturally want to keep gravitating towards that thing. And then when you see, oh shit, that's the thing I really want to do, then it's going to even push you to go even further, you know? That's just something that I've, I've known, I've seen, you know, I've had some of that experience too, but like, again, like similar to your situation, it was like I wasn't, trying to go too hard with it you know i wasn't about that life as i yeah. said before in some episodes but yeah for sure all right all right man all right you want to end it here let's end it here guys thank you so much hopefully this thing plays back normally you know if not i think it looks good i was watching it all on the live stream looks good okay sound should be good video should be good and we'll maybe go live tomorrow guys yeah we'll see ya again and um yeah, if you have any like topics you want to talk about or you have any like clips you want to send us that, you know, you've made or you've seen that we can review. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. For sure. So till then, all right. Episode 12, hopefully if all goes well, we should be all good. Peace out, guys.